Hey, everyone. And I hope everybody is having a good and great day today. And today I want to be talking about the love and sacrifice from our Lord Jesus Christ and what he's done for us. And before, you know, again, we get into it, I want to go into prayer. Heavenly Father, we want to thank you for the day and every day that you give us. Thank you for waking us up and breathing life into us. Thank you for being there with us and just providing for us and taking care of us. Thank you so much for everything that you're doing, that you've done for us. Thank you so much. And we love you with all of our hearts. And thank you so much. Thank you for your great love for us that you sent your only son on the cross to die for us and for our sins. And we want to thank you so much for loving us that much. We want to thank you, Lord, for loving us that much, too, for enduring all of that pain on the cross for us. The things that you went through for us so that we could be forgiven our eternal life. We just want to say thank you so much. No amount of thank yous can add up to what you've done, but we just want to thank you for everything that you're doing that you've done for us. Thank you so much. And we love you with all of our hearts, every single last bit of our hearts. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And without further ado, let's go in. And we're going from Luke chapter 22. I want to go in to read three chapters today. But I really wanted to, today I just really wanted to talk about the sacrifice of our Lord Jesus and all he went through for us and how much he loves us. But without further ado, Luke chapter 22. Now the feast of unleavened bread drew nigh, which is called the Passover. And the chief priests and scribes sought how they might kill him. For they feared the people. Then entered Satan into Judas, surnamed Iscariot, being of the number of the twelve. And he went his way and communed with the chief priests and captains how he might be betray him unto them. And they were glad and covenanted to give him money. And he promised and saw opportunity to betray him unto them in the absence of the multitude. Then came the day of unleavened bread when the Passover must be killed. And he sent Peter and John saying, go and prepare us the Passover that we may eat. And they said unto him, where would thou that we prepare? And he said unto them, Behold, when ye are entered into the city, there shall a man meet you, bearing a pitcher of water. Follow him into the house where he entereth in. And ye shall say unto the good man of the house, The master said unto thee, Where is the guest chamber where I shall eat the Passover with my disciples? And he shall show you a large upper room furnished. There, make ready. And they went and found as he had said unto them, and they made ready to pass over. And when the hour was come, he sat down and the twelve apostles with him. And he said unto them, With desire, I have desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. For I say unto you, I will not any more eat thereof until it be fulfilled in the kingdom of God. And he took the cup and gave thanks and said, Take this and divide it among yourselves. For I say unto you, I will not drink of the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God shall come. And he took bread and gave thanks and break it and gave unto them, saying, This is my body, which is given for you. This do in remembrance of me. Likewise, also the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood, which is shed for you. But behold, the hand of him that betrayed me is with me on the table. And truly the Son of Man goeth as it was determined. 
but woe unto that man by whom he is betrayed. And remember, Judas betrayed Jesus. And but and they began to inquire among themselves which of them it was that should do this thing. And there was also a strife among them which of them should be accounted the greatest. And he said unto them, this is what Jesus said unto them. The kings of the Gentiles exercise lordship over them, and they that exercise authority upon them are called benefactors. But she shall not be so. But he that is greatest among you, let him be as the younger, and he that is chief as he that do, that doth serve. For whether it's greater, he that sitteth at meat, or he that serveth, it's not he that sitteth at meat, but I am among you as he that serveth. Ye are they which have continued with me in my temptations, and I appoint you, and I appoint unto you a kingdom, as my father have appointed unto me, that ye may eat and drink at my table in my kingdom, and sit on thrones judging the twelve tribes of Israel. And the Lord said, Simon, Simon, behold, Satan hath desired to have you, that he may sift you as wheat. But I have prayed for thee, that thy faith fail not. And when thou art converted, strengthen thy brethren. And he said unto him, Lord, I am ready to go with thee, both into prison and to death. And he said, I tell thee, Peter, the cock shall not crow this day before that thou shalt thrice deny that thou knowest me. And he said unto them, When I sent you without purse and script and shoes, lack ye anything? And they said nothing. Then said he unto them, But now he that hath a purse, let him take it, and likewise his script. And he that hath no sword, let him sell his garment and buy one. For I say unto you, that this that, this, that is written, which yet be accomplished in me. And he was reckoned among the transgressors, for the things concerning me have an end. And they said, Lord, behold, here are two swords. And he said unto them, it is enough. And he came out and went as he was wont to the Mount of Olives. And his, and his disciples also followed him. And when he was at the place, he said unto them, pray that ye enter not into temptation. And he was withdrawn from them about a stone's cast and kneeled down and prayed, saying, Father, if thou be willing, remove this cup from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but thine be done. And there appeared an angel of him from heaven, strengthening him. And being in agony, he prayed more earnestly, and his wit was as it were great drops of blood falling down to the ground. And when he rose up from prayer and was come to his disciples, he found them sleeping for sorrow and said unto them, Why sleep ye? Rise and pray, lest ye enter into temptation. And while he yet spake, behold, a multitude and he that was called Judas, one of the twelve, went before them and drew near unto Jesus to kiss him. But Jesus said unto him, Judas, betrayest thou the son of man with a kiss? When they which were about him saw what would follow, they said unto him, Lord, shall we smite with the sword? And one of the, when one of them smote the servant of the high priest. And I'm going to say this again on verse 50. Verse 50. And one of them smote the servant of the high priest and cut off his right ear and jesus answered and said suffer ye thus far and he touched his ear and healed him do you not see how great jesus is right there in that verse he healed his ear his ear was cut off a cut off ear and jesus healed his ear 
verse 50, and one of them smote the servant of the high priest and cut off his right ear. And Jesus answered and said, Suffer ye thus far. And he touched his ear and healed him. What power? Amazing power Jesus had. Jesus have. Verse 52, then Jesus said unto the chief priests and captains of the temple and the elders which were come to him, be ye come out as against as a thief with swords and staves. When I was daily with you in the temple, ye stretched forth no hands against me, but this is your hour and the power of darkness. Then took they him and led him and brought him into the high priest's office, in the high priest's house. And Peter followed afar off. And when they had kindled a fire in the midst of the hall, and were set down together, Peter sat down among them. But a certain maid beheld him as he sat by the fire and earnestly looked upon him and said, This man was also with him. And he denied him, saying, Woman, I know him not. And after a little while, another saw him and said, Thou art also of them. And Peter said, Man, I am not. And about the space of one hour after another, confidently, a firm saying over true, this fellow also was with him, for he is a Galilean. And Peter said, Man, I know not what thou sayest. And I'm and immediately while he yet spake the cock crew. And the Lord turned and looked upon Peter, and Peter remembered the word of the Lord, how he had said unto him, Before the cock crow, thou shalt deny me thrice. And Peter went out and wept bitterly. And the man that held Jesus mocked him and smote him. And when they had blindfolded him, they struck him on the face and asked him, saying, Prophesy, who is it that smote thee? He took all that for us. All that punishment for us. Because he loves us. Verse 65, and many other things blasphemously spake they against him. And as soon as it was day, the elders of the people and the chief priests and the scribes came together and led him into their council, saying, Are thou the Christ? Tell us. And he said unto them, If I tell you, you will not believe. And if I also ask you, you will not answer me, nor let me go. Hereafter shall the Son of Man sit on the right hand of the power of God. Then said they all, Are thou the Son of God? And he said unto them, Ye say that I am. And they said, What need we any further witness? For we ourselves have heard of his own mouth. And the whole multitude of them arose and led him unto Pilate. And they began to accuse him, saying, We found this fellow perverting the nation and forbidding to give tribute to Caesar, saying that he himself is Christ the king. And Pilate asked him, saying, Are thou the king of the Jews? And he answered him and said, Thou sayest it. Then said Pilate to the chief priests and to the people, I find no fault in this man. And they were and they were the more fierce, saying, He stirred up the people, teaching throughout all Jewry, beginning from Galilee to this place. When Pilate heard of Galilee, he asked whether the man were a Galilean. And as soon as he knew that he belonged unto Herod's jurisdiction, he sent him to Herod, who himself also was at Jerusalem at the time. And when Herod saw Jesus, he was exceeding, he was exceeding glad, for he was desirous to see him over a long season, because he had heard many things of him, and he hoped to have seen some miracle done by him. Then he questioned with him in many words, 
but he answered him nothing. And the chief priests and scribes stood and vehemently accused him. And Herod, with his men of war, set him at night and mocked him and arrayed him in a gorgeous robe and sent him again to Pilate. And the same day Pilate and Herod were made friends together. For before they were at enmity between themselves, and Pilate, when he had called together the chief priests and the rulers and the people, said unto them, Ye have brought this man unto me as one that perverted the people. And behold, I, have, I, I having examined him before you, have found no fault in this man touching those things, whereof ye accuse him. No, nor yet Herod, for I sent you to him, and lo, nothing worthy of death is done unto him. I will therefore chastise him and release him. For of necessity he must release one unto them at the feast. And they cried out all at once, saying, Away with this man, and release unto us Barabbas, who for a certain sedition made in the city, and for murder was cast into prison. Pilate, therefore willing to release Jesus, spake again to them. But they cried, saying, Crucify him, crucify him. And he said unto them the third time, Why, what evil hath he done? I have found no cause of death in him. I will therefore chastise him and let him go. And they were instant with loud voices, requiring that he might be crucified. And the voices of them and of the chief priests prevailed. And Pilate gave sentence that it should be as they required. And he released unto them him that for sedition and murder was cast into prison, whom they have desired. But he delivered Jesus to their will. And as they led him away, they laid hold upon one Simon of Cyrene. Coming out of the country, and on him they laid the cross, that he might bear it after Jesus. And there followed him a great company of people and of women, which also bewailed and lamented him. But Jesus turned unto them, saying, said, Daughters of Jerusalem, weep not for me, but weep for yourselves and for your children. For behold, the days are coming. In the which they shall say, Blessed are the barren and the wounds that never bear, and the pouts which never gave suck. Then shall they begin to say to the mountains, Fall on us and to the hills, cover us. For if they do these things in a green tree, what shall be done in the dry? And there were also two other male factors led with him to be put to death. And when they were come to the place which is called Calvary, there they crucified him and the male factors, one on the right hand and the other on the left. Then said Jesus, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. And right there, there was a strong, there was a strong saying of Jesus. Verse, 30, th verse 34, then Jesus, then said Jesus, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. That's, that's how we should be. We should be forgiven. Just like how Jesus is. We should be forgiving people. If they ever done something wrong to us, or done us any type of wrong, we should forgive them. Because Jesus, Jesus went through so much, so much pain, so much torture on the cross and before the cross, but he still forgave them. That's how we should be. We should we should want to forgive 
everybody that do us any type of wrong, we should forgive just like he forgives. And they parted his raiment and cast lots. Verse 35. And the people stood beholding, and the rulers also with them derided him, saying, He saved others, let him save himself, if he be Christ, the chosen of God. And the soldiers also mocked him, coming to him and offered him vinegar, and saying, If thou be the king of the Jews, save thyself. And the superscription also was written over him in letters of Greek and Latin and Hebrew. This is the king of the Jews. And one of the male factors which were hanged railed on him, saying, If thou be Christ, save thyself in us. But the other answering rebuked him, saying, Dost not thou fear God, seeing thou art in the same condemnation? And we indeed justly, for we received the due reward of our deeds. But this man hath done nothing amiss. And he said unto Jesus, Lord, remember me when thou comest into thy kingdom. And on verse 42, that was one of the thieves. That said this to Jesus. Verse 42, and he said unto Jesus, Lord, remember me when thou comest into thy kingdom. And Jesus said unto him, Verily I say unto thee, Today shall thou be with me in paradise. Again, on verse 43, see, Jesus is so great. No matter what sin that the thief committed, he still said to him, Verily I say unto thee, Today shall thou be with me in paradise. That's how great our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ is. He's forgiven. And that's how we should be. Verse 44. And it was about the sixth hour, and there was a darkness over all the earth until the ninth hour. And the sun was darkened, and the veil of the temple was rent in the mist. And when Jesus had cried, Verse 46, and when Jesus had cried with a loud voice, he said, Father, enter thy hands, I commend my spirit. And having said this, he gave up the ghost, the Holy Ghost. Verse 47, now when the centurion saw what was done, he glorified God, saying, certainly this was a righteous man. And all the people that came together to that site, beholding the things which were done, smote their breasts and returned. And all his acquaintance and the women that followed him from Galilee stood afar off beholding these things. And behold, there was a man named Joseph, a, a counselor. And he was a good man and a just. The same had not consisted to the council indeed of them. He was a he was of Arimathea, a city of the Jews who also himself waited for the kingdom of God. This man went unto Pilate and begged the body of Jesus, and he took it down and wrapped it in linen and laid it in a sepulcher that was hewn in stone, wherein never man before was laid. And that day was the preparation and the Sabbath drew on. And the women also which came with him from Galilee followed after and beheld the sepulcher and how his body was laid. And they returned and prepared spices and ointments and rested the Sabbath day according to the commandment. Now, upon the first day of the week, very early in the morning, they came unto the sepulchre, bringing the spices which they had prepared, and certain others were with them. And they found the stone rolled away from the sepulchre. 
And they entered in and found not the body of the Lord Jesus. And it came to pass as they were much perplexed thereabout. Behold, two men stood by them in shiny garments. Shiny garments. And as they were afraid and bowed down their faces to the earth, they said unto them, Why seek ye the living among the dead? He is not here, but is risen. Remember how he spake unto you when he was yet in Galilee, saying, The Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men and be crucified, and the third day rise again. The third day. So if any so if anybody is telling lies and being like oh no that didn't happen or it was it was it was not the third it was the third day he rose the third day verse eight and they remembered his words and returned from the scripture and told all these things unto the eleven and to all the rest it was mary magdalene and joanna and mary the mother of james and other women that were with them which told these things unto the apostles and their words seemed to be them as idle tales and they believed them not. Then arose Peter and ran to the scepter, and stooping down, he beheld the linen clothes laid by themselves and departed, wondering in himself at that which was come to pass. And behold, two of them went that same day to a village called Emus, which was from Jerusalem, about threescore furlongs. And they talked together of all these things which had happened. And it came to pass that while they commanded together, and it came, verse 15. And it came to pass that while they communed together and reasoned, Jesus himself drew near and went with them, but their eyes were holding that they should not know him. And he said unto them, What manner of communications are these that ye have one to another as ye walk and are sad? And one of them, whose name was Cleopas, answering, said unto him, Are thou only a stranger in Jerusalem and hast not known the things which are come to pass? there in these days and he said unto them what things and they said unto him concerning jesus of nazareth which was a prophet mighty indeed and word before god and all the people and how the chief priests and our rulers delivered him to be condemned to death and have crucified him but we trusted that it had been be he which should have redeemed israel and beside all this today is the third day since these things were done yeah and certain women also of our company made us astonished, which were early at the sepulchre. And when they and when they found not his body, they came saying that they had also seen a vision of angels, which said that he was alive. And certain of them which were with us went to the sepulchre and found it, even so as the women had said, but him they saw not. Then he said unto them, O fools, and slow of heart to, to believe all that the prophets have spoken. Ought not Christ to have suffered these things and to enter into his glory? And beginning at Moses and all the prophets, he expounded unto them in all the scriptures the things concerning himself. And they draw nigh unto the village, whether they went. And he made as though he would have gone further. But they constrained him, saying, Abide with us, for it is toward evening, and the day is far spent. And he went into tarry with them. And it came to pass, as he sat at meat with them, he took bread and blessed it and break and gave to them. And their eyes were open, and they knew him. And he vanished out of their sight. And they said one to another, Did not our heart burn within us while he talked with us by the way, and while he opened to us the scriptures? 
And they rose up the same hour and returned to Jerusalem and found the eleven gathered together and them that were with them, saying, The Lord is risen indeed and hath appeared to Simon. And they told what things were done in a way and how he was known of them in breaking of bread. And as they thus spake, Jesus himself stood in the midst of them and said unto them, Peace be unto you. But they were terrified and were frightened and supposed that they had seen a spirit. And he said unto them, Why are ye troubled? And why do thoughts arise in your hearts? Behold, my hands and my feet, that it is I myself, handle me and see. For a spirit had not flesh and bones, as ye see me have. And when he had thus spoken, he shewed them his hands and his feet. And while they yet believed not for joy and wondered, he said unto them, Have ye here any meat? And they gave him a piece of broad fish and of and honeycomb. And he took it and did eat before them. And he said unto them, These are the words which I spake unto you, while I was yet with you, that all things must be fulfilled, which were written in the law of Moses and in the prophets and in the Psalms concerning me. Then opened he their understanding that they might understand the scriptures and said unto them, Thus it is written, and thus it behoved Christ to suffer and to rise from the dead the third day. And that repentance and remission of sins should be preached in his name among all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. And ye are witnesses of these things. And behold, I send the promise of my father upon you. But tarry ye in the city of Jerusalem until ye be endued with power from on high. And he led them out as far as to Bethany. And he lifted up his hands and blessed them. And it came to pass while he blessed them, he was parted from them and carried up into heaven. And they worship him and return to Jerusalem with great joy. And honestly, I'm pretty sure that was very great joy because not only did they see that, but they was with Jesus. Teach, preaching with him, being with him, spreading the gospel with him, seeing him and, and seeing the love he has for us and for them. I know that was a that, that was a very great joy to experience that. Jesus is so great and he loves us and he forgives us for everything that we do. He took all of our punishment that he took our punishments that was meant for us. See People don't. Some people don't understand this, but if he if he didn't do that, I'm just being honest right now. None of us would have made it this far, and that's the truth. That's the full truth. None of us would have made it this far. We would have been gone a long time ago for for living in our sins for for the stuff we done. But Jesus is so great that he took. All of our punishments that was meant for all of us on the cross again so we could be forgiven and have eternal life through him. The Savior of the world, Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. That love, that is love and something that we should always spread to people about 
the good news of Jesus Christ, what he's done for us, how we can still be forgiven. The son of God, Jesus Christ. He, he is so great. And he did all of that so that we could be saved. That that's 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 a great Lord and Savior that we have. That's a great Lord and Savior we have. Verse 53. And we're continually in the temple praising and blessing God. Amen. Jesus is so good to us. Even when we're not good, he is still good to us. Even when we done wrong, he is still good to us. Even though we messed up, he is still good to us. Even though we went through every single thing we went through and messed up multiple times, Jesus is still good to us. The light of the world. And he wants us to do, he wants us to spread the good news of about him. So that many more could be saved. It's time for us to start spreading the word. And I, I, I know I say this a lot, but this is the truth. This is a stone cold truth right here. Jesus is so great. He loves us again when we do wrong, when we mess up, when we do stuff that we know we're not supposed to do. He still loves us. And I and I tell and I tell everybody this too, because this is the truth. And I know I said this in the last episode, but I want to say this right now. God loves you. Jesus loves you. The Holy Spirit loves you. And I would and a video popped up on TikTok too, and it was it, it it was a it was Christian talk, and it it was basically about a preacher was saying that, and, and he's telling the truth too. The people that if an individual don't like a person or hates a person, God still loves that person. God loves everybody. Jesus loves everybody. The Holy Spirit loves everybody. So that's how we should love everybody. So that's that's what I really wanted to come to you today about. I wanted to come to you about the greatness of our Lord Jesus Christ, what he done for us and what he went through for us, the, the pain, the torture, the, the, the mocking for us, for all of us so that we could be saved. Through him. He, he is he is good. He is very good. And I know all of you know this, but I just want to say it again. He is good. And he loves you. 
he deeply loves you more than you could even more than you could ever imagine. He loves you. And he always will, no matter what. And I mean this literally. No matter what you've done or whatever, he loves you. He deeply, and I mean deeply, loves you. So always keep the faith. Always keep the faith. If you see somebody having a bad day or or going through something, tell them, Jesus loves you. He is right there by your side. He will always be right there by your side with you no matter what. He loves you. And he always will. Just keep the faith. Stay strong. And I want to lead us out in the prayer again. Heavenly Father, again, we just want to come to you to thank you for another day. Thank you for another day. Thank you for waking us up. Thank you for being there with us and protecting us from all harms of danger. Thank you for protecting us. Thank you for just being there with us. And again, thank you for loving us so much that you sent your son on the cross to die for all of our sins so that we can be forgiven and have eternal life. We just want to thank you so much for loving us that much. Thank you so much, Father. And thank you, Lord, for enduring all of that. Because at any given moment, you could have got off the cross, but you stayed on there and took our punishment and saved us. And we want to thank you so much for that, Lord. Thank you so much, Lord. Thank you for your greatness. Thank you so much. And we are very happy and very thankful to have you in our lives. We love you, Father. We love you, Lord. We love you, Holy Spirit. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Lord. And we thank you, Holy Spirit, for everything that you're doing that you've done for us. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And I also want to come to you to, you know, tell you that, again, spread this to everybody you know. Everybody you know. Jesus loves you. He loves everybody. And I just want to thank you for tuning in again. Thank you for tuning in. and. You know, just just listening. Thank you so much. And have a great day. And God bless you. And stay safe. God is with you. Jesus is with you. The Holy Spirit is with you. Keep the faith. Be strong. God bless you.